Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative and Balance Podcast. Like always, I am your host, Sean Siriani, and we got a great episode for you. Today, it's a little quickie with our guest today, Robbie Baca. He is the guitarist of the incredible prog metal band, The Contortionists, and we caught up to him on a really big day. They are currently on tour with Devin Townsend, one of my big heroes, and this episode was recorded right before their sound check for a sold-out show at the Phoenix in Toronto, Ontario. And the Phoenix, it's a pretty big venue. The show was absolutely sick, and we appreciate Robbie sitting down with me, and it was fun to pick his brain a bit. Knowing we were short for time, it was funny because off the mic and on the mic, I could tell I could like dive into like really deep subjects with this guy. And prior to the, the interview, we were talking about all the weird podcasts we listened to. But due to time constrictions, I didn't go down the rabbit hole with things like we usually do on the show. But this is an awesome episode. You get to know Robbie, get to hear about their new EP out called Our Bones, which is fucking incredible. Uh, such a good listen. I can't uh, recommend it enough. And it's what's cool about it, it ends with a Smashing Pumpkins cover in their style of the song 1979. And we talk about it on this episode as well. And I get to tell them that it made me reappreciate that tune. Like, I always thought it was a good jam, but with Billy Corgan's nasally style of singing, I realize I probably only know half the words of that song. But Robbie and his band, uh, the Contortionist version... You can cleanly hear every word, and I'm like, holy shit, these lyrics are deep, but yeah, like we're going to get into that, and I want to let you know they're still on tour with Devin Townsend. If you are living in North America and you want to check that out, you can find all the dates at www.girthradio.com. Each one of these episodes has a homepage there, and along with the dates, you'll see a picture of me interviewing Robbie, links to the EP, Our Bones, if you want to hear the whole thing. And anything else we may have talked about on this episode, okay? Also, I want to give a big thank you to Brad Ardley. If you happen to see the thumbnail photo for this episode, that is his shot. He was in the photo pit all night for the concert. And I actually hit him up afterwards because um, usually after every interview, I take a little headshot of my guests which I forgot to do with Robbie. If you love music and concert photography, definitely check out Brad Artley's photos on Instagram, his website. His Instagram is just Brad Artley Photos, which is Brad, A-R-D-L-E-Y, photos, and www.bradartley.com. He's one of the best in the city. And um, yeah, I thank him again for providing the thumbnail for the episode. And also... Even offering some future help with the show as things continue to grow. Um, no doubt I'll probably need Bradley's help. So we're going to keep in touch with that fucking awesome guy. All right. Also, shout outs to Indoor Recess PR and E1 Heavy for setting up this interview with me and Robbie. You hear a lot of different art forms on the show from comedians, directors, folk singers, battle rappers. But one thing that is very, very close to my heart is the heavy metal music genre and subgenres right across the board. And both E1 and Ola from Indoor Recess 
have started hooking me up with great interviews like this one today and uh, many more in the future. So, yeah, so I am totally fucking jazzed about that. I could probably turn this into a metal show, but I'm not going to. Um, Like always, we're going to celebrate all art forms, all content creators, influencers, great stories right across the board of humanity. And I'm going to try to pick off as much people in my vicinity as I can. And I noticed... That's how I started this thing, and it keeps growing. The circumference of the guests I could have, it's like, it's getting crazy. It seems infinite, which is awesome, because I want to do this until I don't have a voice, or I just fucking die, all right? (laughs) That's how I want to live, and uh, yeah. So if you're listening right now, you're part of the growth. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. But that's all I got to say for an intro. Hope you guys enjoy this one. Here's Robbie Baca from The Contortionist coming at you right now. Really exciting night, a sold out Phoenix. Um, it's going to be lit here opening and touring with Devin Townsend. And uh, how, how does it feel? Like, um, I know the tour just kind of started as well, but uh, how's, how's, uh, how are you feeling about going into this? I'm, I'm really excited, man. I've, I've been listening to Devin for a long time, and um, we're, we're all pretty big fans. And uh, we're stoked to have this opportunity to, you know, hang out and play some shows with Devin. And, you know, we're also fans of uh, Haken as well. So oh, fantastic. A, a, an extra bonus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even uh, prior, like, seeing that lineup, too, and seeing your name beside Devin Towns. I'm like, this is such a perfect fit, like, vibe-wise, because you guys kind of mix the heaviness. And it's also, like, you make beautiful music as well, and it's almost... Uh, one of those bands that's hard to explain it's something you just listen to and soak in the vibe and absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, i also want to mention I, i've been loving our bones the latest thank ep you, thank you uh was listening to it like crazy this week and uh yeah i want to know a little bit about that like the the name our bones like how how did this ep come together so lyrically um the title our bones ties into I think it was the track uh, "Follow." There's there's a line in that track, uh, something something our bones. I f- yeah, I it's the first it track too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it also ties into the uh, 1979 cover somehow. I think I think there's a line in that song. Um, I'm kind of spacing it at the moment. Oh yeah, like our our bones to dust type of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, like yeah, that. Yeah. So it was like. I think Mike noticed that at some point. He was like, hey, this is some interesting parallel going on here, so m- maybe it's a potential title. And we were like, yeah, cool. Whoa, that sounds cool, and it, it lines up in an interesting way. So Yeah, yeah I, di- I didn't actually catch that. List- and I've listened to the EP a ton of times, and it's just like, that's cool to know because it's a, a couple tracks, and it seems like it's full circle in a way. Yeah. Because uh, the follow song is the first one, and then uh, – 1979 is the last one and to yeah. let yep. people know listening at home 1979 is the the cover of smashing pumpkins yep, yep. and the, 
what I love about that cover is um, I, I've been a big fan of that song, but um, gee, the way you guys sing it, I kind of prefer it because, and I didn't even realize how deep the lyrics were because uh, no shot at Billy Corgan or anything, but a lot of like the things I just can't understand what he's saying. With oh, the, yeah. the, the, and yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this is what this song is about. And it's actually like, it's such a beautiful like tune lyrically about just, I didn't know it had an extra layer of like life and death and all yeah. this stuff. Right up off the street 
I, I'll say learning and, and playing the song, you know, over time, I've also learned stuff about that song that I, I didn't even know. So, you know, and I'm, I've never been, you know, overly into the Smashing Pumpkins, but there are definitely some elements that I really like about that band. And, um, it was a, you know, it was a cool choice to, to do that song. And, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And you, you guys put it out as the single as well, right? Uh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we did a video for it as well. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Yeah. I think, um, what, what might happen too, it's like if I, or I hope it doesn't happen where people start like asking you guys to translate Smashing Pumpkins songs for them. It's like, oh, now do zero. I want to know what, what the lyrics are and yeah. shit like that. Just become a Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> cover band. Yeah, yeah. Band. It's like, what is he really saying? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, and shout outs to Billy Corgan. Those are beautiful lyrics as oh, well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does have a very interesting voice, doesn't he? Mm hmm. Yeah. And um, actually, uh, my experience with listening to our bones was pretty cool i've been working at this art gallery in toronto um doing um like installations and teardowns and the other week i was there like super late at night was the only person working and i was in this big like empty hall and we purposely left this one speaker up so mm. if you're working away and i i plugged it in i'm like oh i, I gotta inter- i gotta soak it in i'm interviewing the contortionist uh next week and i put it on repeat and it was just blasting in this hall and it's got like a little reverb and oh, yeah. it was just i don't know it was beautiful and it was a perfect um type of music to just like kind of play like uh it was just it's a half soothing yeah yeah it's yeah. again it's like the vibe is almost like hard to put into words in a way um Maybe like uh, we can go back in time a bit. Like, what are like the origins of the contortionists? Like, how did you guys come together and create this um, special sound? So, um, obviously, my brother is in the band. Um, we and we've been playing music together since, you know, we were ten years old, really. And uh, we met uh, Cam in high school, and we've just been jamming together ever since. And uh, you know, over the years, we've done a couple uh, member changes and whatnot, and lots of touring has gone down. And oh, yeah, and yeah. Some records have happened, and that's kind of where we're at now. Yeah, cool, cool. And um, was, like, the style of what you're playing, like, a conscious thing, or were you just jamming out and it kind of turned into this? Thing? Originally, it was just, you know, the stuff we were into at that time, and, you know, we were trying to infuse some other some other sort of non-metal elements that we were also into at that time, like Pat Metheny and and some some other you know jazz stuff. Nice, uh, nice. And I feel like we sort of kept that trajectory going for a while, and um, you know I, I, we're we're always you know seeking new music and and you know looking for for new sounds that we enjoy and. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that we've always done, and and you know the the trajectory of the band has sort of followed, you know, different guys in the band's you know interests and passions and music, and um, so yeah, it's been kind of a it's been kind of a natural progression, I would say, but yeah, also that, you know, in the same token, it's been kind of a also a conscious effort to sort of yeah, it's not cool. do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, definitely, in in a way like. Uh, it's, it seems like almost like the vibe you get it's like even though it's like very technical and like a lot going on it's it doesn't seem like forced 
and almost hearing you talk about like how it came together and just kind of taking styles from all the different band members and molding into this thing it's it's something special yeah yeah, yeah. And actually uh an interview prior to this this afternoon me and my uh the person i had on the show uh, we were talking about uh the famous bruce lee quote and uh, it's uh he always said uh be water like water oh, yeah. flows you put water into a cup it becomes a cup it becomes yeah. a pot and just like how to flow through different things and exactly it's yeah. almost like i, lo- I love yeah. that man yeah 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 and um prior uh to coming on this you, you said you you listen to like a lot of the different podcasts and mm-hmm. stuff too like uh what are some of your favorites um, um well we, we were talking about the the duncan trussell podcast yeah he's fantastic yeah, yeah. I, I love that show I, i've kind of fallen off with him uh over the last couple of years, but he was, he was one that really got me into it. Um, I, th- I think I'm, I may, I may have seen him on Rogan or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this guy's funny. Like got to check his stuff out. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, checked his stuff out. And he, like every guest he had was just awesome. And, and I, I loved it. And I loved how funny he was and just like, he could just riff and like come up with some random story on the fly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even how you, you were talking about like, how he did his ads and uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's the only ads i listen to yeah, on podcasting exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every podcast i listen to i'm like skipping the ads <laughs> yeah yeah but his are hilarious because he's like and and good on him because like mm-hmm. obviously he's getting paid for that and, and he's come up with a way to keep his audience interested in and who's sponsoring him which i think is really interesting yeah it's yeah a great idea really. yeah definitely like some people can look at that and being like oh this guy's just being so fucking obnoxious and silly <laughs> yeah. but what he's really doing there's an extra like psychological layer behind it where he's like he's captivating you he's yeah. not making you hear the same shit over and over right, right. again yeah yeah no I, I love that um more recently i've gotten into um there's this podcast called uh, Order of Man that, that somebody turned me on to. Um, I can't remember who, but uh, it's just kind of about, like, you know, being, you know, the, a better man and, you know. you know that, like, <laughs> Oh, cool, like, cool. Like, taking care of yourself so that you can take care of your family and stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. So. That's facts, too. I find, yeah. um, I don't know, maybe uh, I talk to a lot of different creatives on the show, too, and I find there's a certain pattern with different artists where sometimes – we get too caught up in whatever we're doing or just like too much in our own head. And it's like sometimes the scale tip too far where we're not taking care of like the basic needs, like not getting enough sleep and stuff. Um, Do you, do you find yourself, do you fall in any patterns like that as well? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, obviously I've been doing this for like 10 years now, just touring and, and making records and, along with that comes with this you know what this, without even saying you you kind of have to like sacrifice so much of your life to to just keep doing it yeah and, yeah uh, the the people around you in your life end up having to make those sacrifices as well mm-hmm. so um yeah it's yeah there's there's I think a you pretty much nailed it yeah, yeah there's like almost like a another layer that we're like a casual fan of whether it's like music, stand-up comedy, or whatever, it's just they don't see. They see the finished product in you on stage, and sure, there's yeah. just so much work and even like planning, and almost like this could be exhaustion. But yeah, no, but yeah, yeah, it gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry for bringing it up, <laughs> no, but fine. also like uh, you talking about that 
that podcast too i'm intrigued too because like sometimes i'll fall in those patterns too and like it's i think it's important for people to find like something that could like give you little reminders of like just just things to help yourself in general basic stuff yeah yeah yeah. sometimes we need it this isn't a i'm sure there's a podcast for this but there um someone recently turned me on to this uh channel called uh i think it's called the daily stoic and they go through a lot of like stoicism um ideas and stuff cool i'm sure there's tons of podcasts about that stuff but um i think there's some really good stuff in there Um, and uh yeah i would i would recommend that to anybody creatives um non-creatives anybody who's just trying to you know get ahead and take care of themselves and take care of the, pe- the people around them I, I think it's good stuff yeah i'm, I'm really intrigued with that too yeah, yeah man, check it out yeah fuck yeah yeah and it's uh it's cool that you listen to these while you're on the road too it's like again like to have that that oh. balance and everything and reminders yep. it's very very important and everything absolutely yeah do you do you like um touring i know you've been doing it for a decade now and so uh, like yeah i mean is it still exciting to you, or you yeah know? i mean in some ways it's like being on vacation and, and other i mean obviously there's tons of work that goes on daily but you know being in a new city every day is super exciting and mm-hmm. um getting to reconnect with old friends and stuff like that yeah um, yeah I, I definitely still enjoy it I, yeah i do love making records that's that's my probably favorite part of you know this whole thing but touring is is definitely you know it's a good time yeah yeah you got to show your work somehow too yeah that's you, true yeah yeah you go out and support it yeah cool cool what's the what's your favorite thing about like the process of being in the studio and writing and recording as far as writing goes um there there's just something about like sort of disconnecting and just focusing on creating something yeah and uh you know, as I've done it more and more over the years, it, I've found it it's it's easier to get into that state. It's easier than I thought it was, and um, I don't know. There's just some, yeah. there's something really enjoyable about it, like getting into this like f- this flow where you th- you feel like it's like almost like this unconscious like thing you just fall into. Yeah, like, yeah. It's almost like you, you know if you can if you can sort of let go of, of some initial judgments about what you're working on right then and there, if yeah. you can let go of that for a second and just keep going, you, you'll sort of push past this barrier. And then all of a sudden you're, you're just, you know, four hours in and you've got almost the whole song sketched out. Yeah. That's and so cool. Yeah. And that's, that's probably, you know, that's some of my favorite stuff right there. And then being in a studio, like I've always enjoyed that, like all the technical aspects of, recording and mixing uh that's that's definitely a passion of mine i've been doing some of that stuff on my own on the side um so yeah, I, nice. I just love that whole process yeah just connect everything together too yeah, and, yeah. and yeah like kind of going back to that feeling of like creation and writing and stuff um i've had a handful of like comedians and different musicians on the show try to explain it to and it's almost like hard to put into words but it's almost like they say it's like you f- fall into like a state where it feels like almost like a possession like time will go by real fast and you're like oh my god i have like this whole piece and almost like feeling like it came from like another person in a way it's like where do you you ever feel that too when you're writing absolutely yeah that's like that's what i'm like shooting for you know yeah um there's a book called um i'm spacing the name of the title but it's by 
uh, Stephen Coulter, um, and it's all about like flow states and, and cool. I think he calls it uh, ecstasy or something like that. Um, it's it's a really interesting read, and and he's got a lot of interesting ideas on on flow state and uh, what, something that that I'm just now remembering in that book is like he's talking about like. Um, like SWAT teams or like um, you know military, uh, this this one particular uh, you know group in the military and and their whole process of like there's like six guys and there's one guy in charge at one given time and they they get into this state where like the leadership position is like constantly changing. It's like they somehow just know like which guy in their group knows what to do next. Wow. And sort of just, it's almost like a school of fish or something. Like <laughs> yeah. That. That's so, so cool. And, yeah. and, and you know, being in a yeah. band with six, you know, scatterbrained guys, like I, like I find that pretty interesting. Like, you know, how, yeah. how do I apply this to, to being in a band and like, you know, getting through the, the day to day stuff. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's really, that's interesting really book. cool. I feel like I'm going to come out of this interview and I'm going to be listening to five more podcasts, <laughs> reading three books, but no, this is really great. I dude. think that book is called stealing fire. If I'm not t- totally botching it, but okay, uh, cool, Stephen cool. Coulter is definitely the yeah. author. That also reminds me a lot of like a great like sports team. Uh, I can't say that the Toronto Maple Leafs do this because we haven't won a championship since like the 60s. But <laughs> other teams outside of where we're at right now, uh, you see it's just like they're unconsciously like passing the ball to each other. Oh, or yeah. just like it's, yeah, it's, it's always it's cool to nuts, see like, yeah. when a team is locked in and they're just like it, it, it almost looks like they're unstoppable in, in so many ways. Yeah. 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 And I never thought of like a band being able to fall into that flow but i guess like if you're with like the same guys enough to even i'm sure like just practicing and kind of jamming out it kind of like turns into like this hive mind type thing yeah i mean it's like a definitely a totally different scale like than like a sports team that's very fast paced and with a band it's like things take months and years to, (laughs) to you know come to fruition so it's definitely a it's a totally different thing but i feel like it it applies for sure yeah definitely definitely and um how long did it take um for our bones to come together for you guys um that that process was actually about a year long yeah nice really the longest we've ever spent on on anything yeah i I can i can tell you guys like really put like a thought and heart into it because even though it is just a few songs it just seems like it all just kind of like i don't know it has that like from front to back just like something you can listen to and just let it play and it all kind of connects in a way and cool man yeah Yeah. we we definitely you know stressed hard and (laughs) pulled our hair out and stuff while we were working on that but it we learned a lot and uh we we found some kind of momentum that we that we want to you know project onto the next record so nice nice yeah yeah Yeah. i think what i was trying to say too is there's there's no filler on that too so oh yeah 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 it's cool to hear like how much work you put into it because i think whatever you were trying to do came into fruition and cool man thank you i appreciate it yeah cheers cheers are you are you going to be playing a few songs off that tonight uh yeah we'll we'll be playing early grave tonight nice nice yeah wicked yeah Yeah, i'm really excited that's that that whole ep is my jam this week so yeah (laughs) yeah sick sick thank you man. yeah yeah awesome um so um is there any um any other towns on this um 
this tour you're really looking forward to that uh, maybe like you've played before and that you guys always like I don't know have a good time there or just have a good audience or let me check the schedule. Oh, here. Yeah. Oh, there's there's some good ones on here. Um Chicago's going to be cool. We got a lot of family coming out to that one. Um it's always insane, you know, having family out and and management comes out and it's always a good time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool like they they can see like all oh, like the fruits of your labor just come to uh, to life on stage as yeah, well too. Yeah. It probably has a different vibe than just being in some town where it's like you don't know anybody absolutely and it's good to like reconnect with your familial roots and stuff you know when you've been away for a while so yeah that's, that's enjoyable yeah looking forward to the california shows i mean oh of course especially in right now it's freezing out yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah so yeah, man. Yeah, awesome. Well, like um, to let people know if they happen to be listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, any of your favorite podcast listening apps, that each and every one of these episodes has its own webpage at www.girthradio.com. You'll get to see all the tour dates, um, link to the new EP video for 1979 and yeah just everything we've been talking about today and uh, yeah i just want to thank you for taking the time and talking to me and is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up well uh, thank you for for having me and uh i really appreciate it and thank you to everybody who's coming out to gigs and and listening to this podcast uh all it's all awesome stuff yeah cheers man i'm looking forward to seeing you play tonight as well absolutely yeah thanks again dude absolutely